1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Canedis, and today I want to tell you guys the story of an awesome turkey hunt that ended with me getting a gobbler um, just two days ago. It was phenomenal. I mean... Uh, you know, it, uh, it, I, I'm i going to call it the tale of two gobblers. Let's just put it at that. So I'm driving home from church uh, on Wednesday night, and I get a text message from a friend of mine, and he told me that he had seen a couple birds up in the trees hadn't gone to roost. And I thought to myself, I was like, hmm, you know, if they're gone to bed there, they're all going to wake up there. And uh, I, I wasn't planning on going out the next morning. I normally I'll take a half day off work or a whole day, or depending on how far it is and what I'm going to do. But I thought to myself, I was like, well, if I can get into the woods by say five o'clock, and I can if I I, I can leave by maybe seven thirty and still get to work on time. So I was like, that's about two and a half hours, maybe and maybe two hours after the sun comes up to to shooting hours. I was like, I got to go for it. I just, everywhere I've hunted so far this year, I, I, the gobblers were just not close enough to come in, or they were hung up. You know, the property was just, uh, you know, the property line ended before you could get close enough to the gobblers to do anything. And then the public land that I went and scouted out, there was no sign of turkeys having ever existed there. So I was like, this is the the best tip I've had all year. So I was like, all right, I'm going for it. So i got out there i got all my stuff in order i was up out of bed at 4:30. i had boots on the ground by about five o'clock which is no easy feat but i had everything packed and set and literally just walked out of bed put on my clothes walked to the car drove there put all my stuff on my my vest and my you know my equipment and my gun so um, i'm up there i, I set up at, on a big tree right about where i figured Uh, pointing the direction I I figured that the bird was going to be. I set up a decoy, just a little bit out in front of me on a path, which I thought if they're going to be coming this way, they're probably going to walk that path. And then I set myself up at the best angle. So I'm sitting there, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half hour or so. Daylight's coming through. We eventually reach legal shooting hours. I let out a couple of calls. Nothing. It's like, all right, I sit there, let out some louder calls, nothing. And then out of nowhere, this loud gobble breaks loose almost behind me so close that I didn't even feel like I could turn around to the other side of the tree. And I'm sitting there going, what am I going to do now? But it was still part dark. Right, so the, the sun hadn't come up. You still couldn't see real good. I thought, you know what? If if I'm gonna make a move, now's the time to do it. There's gonna be no chance I can do something facing the wrong direction. And the brighter it gets, the the tougher it's gonna be. So I, I real carefully reposition to the other side of the tree, and I'm straining my eyes. I can see nothing. You know, a few minutes go by. I let out another call, and then nothing. And then I hear. After a couple minutes, I hear that gobble again a little bit further, a little bit moved off to the side, and I'm sitting there just straining, trying to trying to, you know, catch sight of it, and then I heard it way off to the other side, and I thought, oh, man, he's moving quick, and then I heard it again right back where it was before, and I realized, oh, there's two of them, so there's two gobblers out there, and then I thought, okay, they're moving. At least one of them's on the move. They're probably got hens, you know, on the brain or seeing or hearing hens somewhere. I couldn't hear any, but I, I, you know, don't know what they could hear where they were at. So I was like, if I'm competing with a couple of hens, I'm going to try to to get their attention, to get them to want to come this way instead of whichever way they're going. So I pulled out almost every call that I had and I just started cranking on all of my... Two box calls and I let loose on those. I had two slate calls and I let loose on those and you know on most box calls you can call on the right side and the left side and you get a different pitch. So I'm I'm imitating four to six different turkeys in rapid succession, just letting out calls, trying to get them to, to, to key in on my direction. So I did a I did a good round of calling and then nothing. And I'm sitting there trying to figure this out. And all of a sudden, the one gobbles and the other gobbles instantly, right afterwards. Like it was just, it, it was just a shock, a reaction gobble. And then again and again, they, they just hammer back and forth a few times. So I let out a couple more calls, nothing. It's like no matter what I called, they would not respond to my calls. But after a minute or two, then they would gobble. So I figured, okay, I have called plenty. I'm just going to go silent, right? I'm just going to play hard to get, see what happens. They're already not responding. They're already not moving towards me as far as I can tell. So I just went silent. They gobbled one or two more times, and then they went silent. So I'm sitting here. It's the battle of wits, right? I'm sitting at my tree. Uh, Now, at this point, my decoy is just way off to the other side it's of no help to where i'm pointed now and i'm sitting there and i look up and just out of nowhere i see this bobbing red head in the distance and then just a few seconds later i see a second one they're both walking up this hill coming towards me and i couldn't see their bodies yet i just saw the heads they were still too far and i didn't have my gun in position Because I wasn't expecting them to just materialize out of thin air in front of me without making any sound. But they're coming. The heartbeat starts racing. You know, they're coming in. They're coming. But they're not strutting. They're not calling. They're not gobbling. They're just walking. Just walking slowly from side to side, getting closer. Eventually, they went behind a tree. I pulled up my gun. I figured it's probably about 40 yards which is a little further than I want to shoot, but I've tested and patterned at that range, and I know that I could do the job. And the bird sticks its head out from behind this tree at a 45 degree angle, and I've got my bead right on that little head, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? I can't see the body. I can't see the beard. I know it's a gobbler, but I'd rather be aiming more at, like, the base of the neck and You know, just have a better target overall as opposed to this 45 degree angle and at a distance. So I just, I I held, I held the shot. I figured he's going to step out from behind that tree and I'm going to get a better shot at him. Well, he didn't. He just turned around and started going backwards. Both of them did. And I'm sitting there going, you can't be serious. And my heart just sank, right? Just like all of my hopes and dreams in that moment were shattered. And they just start backing up, going the way they came. And they start clucking, just endlessly clucking, just cluck, 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 cluck. Just they're going side to side, walking backwards. So they're not spooked. They didn't see me, or if they did, they didn't know what they saw. They just, I think they came as far as they thought they ought to go to be able to see that hen, and they didn't see it. So now their cluck is more of a locator call. They're walking around clucking, trying to figure out where, is the, where are these birds at. So they're going side to side. I keep catching glimpses of heads here and there. And then eventually they're just gone. And I'm sitting there. I, I let out some calls. Nothing. Even when I could still see them walking around in the distance, I let out some calls. And they did not respond. Uh, they took no notice. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to close the distance. I'm going to try to get closer to them and maybe maybe that'll spark them off. So I, I covered some ground. I got up near the edge of the hillside that they had walked down, and uh, I let out a few calls. Nothing. I could still hear them getting further away, clucking, just walking down this hill and around this ridge. And I couldn't go much further because if I kept going down this hill, I was going to get within, you know, too close a range of houses, not to mention I'd be too easily spotted. So... I eventually, just retreated back to my original position, where I'd set up at. Sat down, let out a few more calls. Nothing, and I'm just pretty much at this point figuring: should I just leave? You know, should I just get out of the woods? Call it a day. Call it a failed attempt. Maybe I missed it. Probably should have pulled the trigger when I had that shot. It wasn't an A plus shot. It wasn't even a B plus shot. It was like a it was like a C minus D plus. And, uh, you know, I try to live by the philosophy of take the first good shot that you have or the first decent shot that you have, but, um, you know, there were just too many variables. I didn't pull the trigger and, you know, who knows, right? Right now I'm so sad that I didn't didn't take the shot, but if I had shot and missed or just hadn't hit him good enough and he took off, then it would have been way worse. I would have no more chances at them. So I'm sitting there pretty much giving up in defeat. And I'm thinking, well, there could be some other birds around that aren't talking. Because my experience this year has been very few gobbles or no gobbles. Even from birds you know are around. So I'm thinking, all right, maybe I just sit here and wait it out. Maybe there'll be another bird or two that comes in from another direction. Um, you know, anything can happen. And I'm thinking, I don't, I don't have that much time. Right. I've got till 730 and then I'm done. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go for broke. I'm just going to I'm just going to try something. So I get up and these birds are, are, are going away from me and they're sort of walking along this hillside. So I figure I'm going to see if I can cut them off at the pass. So I go around like to the left and I'm covering some ground and I'm trying to get close to the to the brim of that hillside. Not close enough to look over and see them but just see if I can hear them, see if I can get in front of them. So as I'm walking, you know, they've gone completely silent, right? And then eventually I stepped on a twig, a big, you know, big stick, loud crack. You're thinking, oh, this is it. I've just blew it here. And uh, they gobbled, right? Just instantly. And, and they were close and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, they are thinking that I'm that turkey that they're looking for. And, you know, every step I take, it seemed like it was exciting the more. So I got around. I tried to get in front of them as far as I could ahead of them before the wood just became too thick to even move. Sat down, let out a few calls, nothing. I'm sitting there going, you know what? This is not the best spot. The direction that I'm aiming is too close to some houses for comfort. So... Uh, I'm, I'm going to retreat some. So I retreated, uh, you know, another 30 yards or 40 yards set up again, pointing in that direction, let out a couple calls, nothing. So I got up and I retreated some more. I thought, you know what? Sometimes if you pull back and you really, you know, like you're going away from them, playing hard to get, it can get their attention. They go, Oh, don't want to, don't want to miss out on this opportunity. It usually only works if they don't have hens with them, because if they do, well, then they don't care. But I didn't notice any hens. I didn't see any hens. So I thought, you know what? I've I- I played all the cards I have so far. This is the last one.
0: Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to midwayusa.com.
2: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: So I just walked back to the borderline of the property. I saw the tree with the, the property marker on it, so I stopped a few feet in front of that and just sat down facing that direction. And I just let out one string of calls with my box call. Because that's all I had. That's all I took with me. I just got up in a hurry. I took one call off the ground with me. And I'm sitting there. I've got my gun up. Not, you know, 100% at the ready. But it's up. And um, I'm sitting there. I hear nothing. 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 And then boom. Two turkey heads just materialize out of thin air. Walking from left to right in front of me like, oh, snap. So I'm sitting there. I'm watching them. As soon as they go behind a tree, I pull the gun up right to where they're at. Bird walks out from behind the tree. Boom. Did not hesitate. Pulled the trigger. It was a good shot. You know, B plus, A minus shot. Pull the trigger. I could feel the shot hit the hit the bird. Turkey goes down. So I stand up he stands up too. I'm like, you can't be serious. What is happening here? And I go to pull up my shotgun and my strap, the, the, uh, the sling is caught on my other elbow, like all twisted around as I'm getting up, but I can't pull the gun up to my shoulder. So I got to, unwrap the sling and he's standing there like waving his arms and and his his wings in the air and turning around and he's all messed up right he is he's definitely hit he 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 can't figure out what he can do and what he can't do and i'm like okay got to got to get this thing done as soon as i got free i just pulled the shotgun up put that bead right on him pulled the trigger again this time he went down and stayed down and I was just through the roof. I was like, "I cannot believe that the scenario that just played out. I cannot believe that this set of tactics and, and strategy just just all came together and worked in that moment. And I mean, I was just through the moon. Uh, you know, my heart is racing, a thousand beats a minute. Adrenaline is pumping. Um, you know, I, I, I tried to mark where I was at and then I, I got up to where the bird was and like, you know, it's late. It's like seven o'clock now. I pulled the, the trigger at like six fifty, best as I could tell that was the time. And now it's like seven and I'm like, I got to get out of here. Right. I got to go to work. I got to get out of here. I got to, I got to get this bird out of the woods. I got to get home. I got to, I don't even know what I'm going to do with the bird. I got to get a shower. I got to go to work and i was like all right hold on hold on don't panic so i took out my phone took a picture of the of, of the of the turkey texted it to my boss and said hey you know just got a turkey uh went out early this morning wasn't expecting it to to you know to happen quite like this so it would be alright if i came in a little late so he was like oh yeah that's fine no problem cuz he knows i've been out for weeks trying to get a turkey and you know no luck whatsoever and uh, so that worked out. Then, boom, I had some time. I could sort of take in the moment. I could retrace the steps. I hadn't brought my rangefinder with me, so I wasn't totally sure about what the distance was. I'm estimating maybe 30 to 35 yards, but uh, I I didn't have the rangefinder, so I put a marker in the ground at the tree I was at and about where the bird was standing so I can come back another day and range test that to, to see for sure. I'm really interested in those kind of things, because as you're trying to, 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 to build your distance judgment, which is critical for any kind of shotgun hunting, you really need to you know estimate a distance and then test it and see how close was that guess. And the more you do that, the better of an eye you develop for estimating distance. So uh, I couldn't do it all right then, but I put the, the marker in the ground, put the marker on the tree, um, you know just took in the moment and the situation and then i'm sitting there like okay how am i gonna get out of the woods because i got all this gear i took more gear with me than i normally do because it wasn't a far walk so i took an extra an extra cushion to sit on i took some you know the decoy which if anything may have hurt me on the first time round they came up the hill and uh so I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm trying to carry this turkey. I'm trying to carry all my stuff and my shotgun and my decoy and my extra chair. And it was just like, oh man, I was huffing and puffing coming out of the woods. But i tell you what, I was walking on cloud nine. So threw the bird on a tarp in the, in the trunk of my car, uh, headed home. And then we had to go through the process of you know, I'm sitting, I'm like, well, I'm still, I don't have all the time in the world, right? I got a little more time, but I still got to get to work reasonably soon before I start, you know, burning too many points. So, um, I just did a quick field dress on it. Uh, and I've done, did a, an episode on field dressing. You guys can, can take a look at it, but I breasted the bird. I took off the legs and the thighs. I, I pulled the fan off and the beard and, um, you know, that was pretty much it. I just didn't have time to do more. I wanted to do more, but I'm sitting there, I'm like, I know, you know, there's just, I'm looking at the clock, what I still got to do, I'm cleaning all this stuff up. So, you know, needless to say, right now as I'm as I'm recording this podcast, I've got turkey legs and thighs on the smoker, brined them overnight, put a rub on them, smoking them up today for dinner, looking forward to it. It's going to be Awesome. I may do another episode on that later, but I just wanted to share, you know, that hunt and and what happened and the way that came together, just because I felt like, you know, that was not your normal, not your average, not your everyday turkey hunt, not your sit down call and a bird comes in and you shoot him, Um, or you walk around and call until you hear one and then you sit down and he comes in and you shoot him. I mean, this was like a battle. I was going back and forth things were happening i was changing up strategy and tactics on the move you know heart was racing it was just a crazy hunt which is why turkey hunting i think is my favorite kind of hunting Uh, and right now i'm kicking myself i didn't buy a second tag this year and i did not expect to to get a bird so early in the year and i really wish i had bought that second tag so i could go out again uh, because regular pa license you only get one turkey and then you can buy a second tag for 20 bucks and but you can only buy it before the season starts. So after the season starts, doesn't matter if you get a bird on opening day, you can't buy another tag. so I learned my lesson on that one next year. got to get two tags but uh, you know hope that was interesting. hope that was story was fun for you guys. appreciate you and you know the lesson here really is sometimes you just got to try stuff um, You know, if I was planning to come back to that same spot the next day, I probably wouldn't have tried something so aggressive. I probably would have thought, okay, I don't want to spook them. Don't want to take a risk here. But, um, you know, it was a Thursday. There was no way I was going out Friday. If I went out Saturday, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know. The way this year has been going, and I just felt like, I'm just gonna try something. I'm here, they're here. I don't know if they're gonna be here in two days. They weren't there a week before because I went to that same spot and there was nothing. So I was like, you know what? Just because of the the way things have been going, and the whole thing, you know, I wouldn't even normally have gone out on a day like that, but I had some intel, I knew there were birds there, and you know, as they're walking away, I thought, you know, if nothing else. At least I've got this hill between me and them they can't see me so I was like I'm gonna go for it worst case scenario you know it just doesn't work out which is often the case in turkey hunting but I tried something um, and you know it it just everything came together all the pieces clicked Uh, I I can't say that because if they would all click then that hunt would have been over it would have been your standard sit and turkey comes in and you shoot them in the hunts over but you just got to improvise sometimes turkey hunting it's just about your gut it's about improvising so i uh, hope that's helpful you guys have a great one god bless you head to the website newhuntersguide.com look at the show notes i've got pictures of the gambler. Uh i've got pictures of the bird me holding i got you know come check it out appreciate you guys have a good one god bless you and go get them in the woods